What's going on, everybody? Hello. Welcome to the Hustling Sideways podcast. I'm Alan House. I'm a music writer. And I'm Jim Love, and I'm a keynote and motivational speaker. And it's episode number 53. 53, which we did discuss before we get on here. We are correct. Yes, it is, it is, it is not 53. correct. <laughs> so. so we are over officially over two years, and uh, that's great. Yeah. We're just going to keep talking about it. We didn't time. discuss yeah. that part, but yes, yeah, it has been over two years of doing this show. That's right. We're um, happy to be here. And our Marquette Golden Eagles are number six in the country in the right country now. and big east Woo-hoo. champions yes, yes yes that is a historic that hasn't happened in 10 years since alan and i were in college yep and it was a share of the big east title at that time and i forgot about it until right now <laughs> until this moment oh <laughs> yeah, goodness exactly well I'm, here. I'm here to give you breaking news my so. <laughs> only recollection of marquette basketball from back in those days was the year that we had jimmy butler and jay crowder on the same, same team. team that's right and now we have jimmy butler uh well is he's in Chicago Miami. Miami yeah and Jay Crowder is back in Milwaukee he is back and we in have Milwaukee West with with West Matthews that's correct I yeah. swear I write that's about awesome. basketball sometimes too <laughs> it's like, I was just you got that part out. down don't that worry kind of day but I will say I guess two years makes a big difference uh, two years ago Marquette basketball was not doing that not and good. now it is back and and honestly when it's back everyone's in a good mood. All the alumni are happy. I was on campus today for a meeting. Like it, the, the 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 buzz is palpable, and it's, it's oh, like, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah buzz is yeah, bad. There it is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, anyway, it's a great time. Yes, as you we're can see, excited. we've got a we've got a great guest with us today. Yes, we do. Um, somebody that I've known for a long time, and then in the car on the way here, uh, described herself as a serial full time side hustler. Which <laughs> we love that. Uh, we love that perfect. type. <laughs> I shall wait. From uh, Moo Sample yeah. and Ishari Artist Management and a host of other things, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm yes. so happy to be here. And Twitch streamer as well. That's right. Yeah, I'm everywhere. All sorts of side hustle things. <laughs> um, so let's let's get into it. Uh, first off, before anything, mm-hmm. I almost got Ishari into an accident as soon as she got into oh, the car. No. And I've never... We, yeah. Oh. She's never ridden with me before, and I'm not a bad driver, I swear, but that's not a great first impression to make, like, 30 <laughs> seconds into well, what, what, what did you do? Like, what was the... I was in a lane of traffic yeah. making a turn, and then mm-hmm. I saw cars coming, and so I stopped, and then it was a two-way, and so oh. I, a guy swerved around us, Oh jeez! and then the guy coming towards us was a police officer, yeah. so then I thought I was getting nailed on top oh, of that. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Like a double double win. And then the first thing he said was, I'm not I'm not a bad driver. I'm yeah. really good. <laughs> I, would, I would say that too if I was in that. Yeah. yeah so I so swear you, you, to, you made it. I, I, yeah, I used to drive Uber back in the day. Oh yeah, my God. Yeah, I know. And, and <laughs> plus, plus so students' hearts that took your Ubers from downtown to campus. Too. They didn't care. <laughs> I shall would have given touch. me a two star yes. at best. So yeah. Well, that's yeah. good to know. All right. Well, <laughs> anyway, moral stories don't don't drive anywhere down. Yes, that's, that's, yes, that's it. I guess. Yeah. Anyway, Ishell and I have known each other for a long time. I don't actually know how long. That's weird because I don't even know how long either. But it's been at least five years. At least five. Because the first, I I know for sure that she was a sponsor of the first Big Beat MKE Beat oh, Battle. Whoa, that yeah. Awesome. So which was five years ago now. Yep. Yeah. You know with those happy COVID five year anniversary. Yeah. Well, yeah. This <laughs> well, COVID I guess happy. This will be the third one. Okay, there you go. Yeah. 18, 19. Yeah. Two. Okay. This will be the fourth one. Somehow. 2018, 19. Skip 2021, did 22. This year will be be the fourth one. Got it. We're working it out over here. We're getting it to the math. Everything's fine. So I shall not know each other. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Um, We've known each other for quite some time. Um, 
but we should we should give you the people your background mm-hmm. in, in music and all sorts of things like that and what Moose Sample does. But before that, let's learn about you. Kind of where'd you where'd you grow up? You're from Milwaukee. Um, I am from Milwaukee. I grew up on the north side, like the north north side. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually went to Chapter Two Twenty School, so I lived in the inner city. But I got bussed out six o'clock in the morning. Had to be up to be on the bus to go okay. to Franklin High. Mm-hmm. Um, I did go to college. I graduated from Marion College of Fond du Lac with a bachelor's degree. So oh, nice. I am awesome. pretty educated with that. I did go to graduate school, but um, they were like, you got to write a novel. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. So um, I shifted my career goals and um, I got into entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started with Ishray Artist Management which is my artist management company that I have. Um, I've hosted concerts, uh, seminars. And then I um, got into understanding like sample clearance and clearing samples. And then 88.9 and Capitol Records had a hackathon here. Mm -hmm. And I went and then thus become new sample. And I was going to clear samples all across the world and then i was like wait a minute artists don't even know how they get paid yeah they don't even know why they should register they have no clue in the basic fundamentals of the business of music and i was like let me pull that back and focus on the business of music so i am the greatest i gotta say it like i would say it you are looking at the greatest music administrator on this side of heaven there we go wow i like that I should have I should have led it. with that title. Hell yeah. yeah! I'm like applauding that over. That, that is great. Yeah, stick with it. Um, to not get for those that don't know, I'm gonna <laughs> yes. get in the weeds a little bit on on samples and what it is. So essentially, it is um, you know, if if you made a beat mm-hmm. yeah. and you took a piece of that Conan O'Brien record that's right behind you, I don't know, you took his voice, whatever, mm-hmm. you took a little piece of it. Conan O'Brien is getting paid off of whatever you create, whatever you do, because he filled out the paperwork and has everything filled out before that. So essentially, uh, uh, tell me a little bit more about Moose Sample because I don't want to. I don't want to like <laughs> short change it too much. Oh, no, it's cool. But essentially, you're you're helping get the, you know artists paid and make sure that they can actually use their you know use, use their beats yeah. and use their production with samples in it and, and do it legally. Yeah. So basically, we help music creatives get a financial return on their musical investment. You see, I got all these little things here. Yeah. It took me a long time to get there. But um, I help artists um, understand uh, split sheets. And that's like you go to the studio, you and your friends are in there writing and producing and all of those things. And then it's like, who owns what? But no one really talks about who owns what because they don't want to mess up the vibe of the, the recording session. Mm-hmm. And it's right. like then you go and release a song and it goes on TikTok and now it's viral and everybody's like, well, I own a percentage. Or no, no, I own a percentage because I wrote it like this. When if you're there, you sit down and fill out the piece of paper. Okay, everybody know who owns what. Boom, we got it. Then um, you have uh, artists who sample. And for me, it's like... I want to say it's easy, but it's like if you know who wrote the song, all you have to do is reach out to the people who own it or the artists actually and ask them could they use it and sometimes i feel like if people ask they might say hey here's the actual sessions from that right um the actual mm-hmm. tracks from that session and go right ahead and so then i um help artists that way i help or other organizations who work with artists i help them um i do host seminars so i i do a lot a yeah. lot of things there's a lot to get into I'm there. curious how often 
our artists doing this correctly? Like versus, I just like I, you know, like I, 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 just, I can't imagine it. They're doing like they, they we both laugh this. about it, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's. Uh, I was gonna say it's more of them not doing it properly, mm-hmm. and most of them will invest a lot of time and money into the recording, into getting um, videos and everything shot to it, whether. Um, whereas for me, it's like if we ask, if we um, figure out what we can do and clear it, then you're able to make money off of it. Okay. And most of them is just yep. like, well, I don't really care, you know, as long as people know who I am. And it's like, you should probably care because, again, if it goes on like TikTok or Twitch or something like that and it goes viral, I mean. That could happen overnight, too, right? Like that's It's, really, yeah. it's yeah. happened to it's a lot of artists. where a lot. You don't, you don't, like I'm like a little bit third party like i i wouldn't even consider this being yeah like if if a video goes viral and yeah. there's music like that's yeah that would just open up a whole so can of worms in my head <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of cases of songs going viral and people yeah. not making a dime off of it yeah and or, also, or artists uh like say hey let me upload my song on tiktok because for me it's like all the world needs is 30 seconds of your song and you're entitled to getting paid to yeah. start getting paid. That's it. So okay. I'm like, hey, register, encode. We'll get into all of that. Do all of the proper steps because if you do take it to TikTok, all it takes is 30 seconds and hmm. your song can go viral. Somebody do a little dance or do a little skit to it and it'll go viral and now you have to go back and register it and make sure you got the splits and do all of that. And then that's when it's like, you know. And I mean, we're talking about even stuff that sounds similar. Yeah. So like yeah. one of the examples that comes to mind is this big case where uh, Robin Thicke did the, uh, oh, the, the uh, I know, <laughs> the Blurred Line song. Yeah, I remember that song. Yeah, yeah you do. 600 like my million. least favorite song. Yeah, oh made $600 million. Yeah. Um, he made that? No. Oh. No, the family actually sued. Of course, they like. Bargained it down a little bit, but they initially family of Barry White of Marvin Gaye. I'm sorry, Marvin Gaye. Yes, sued for six hundred million dollars because they said it uh, sounded exactly like it, like a Marvin Gaye song. Like a Marvin Gaye song. Did they they win that? And then there's like, oh yeah, they won. Yep, they won. Wow. So so he's not making anywhere near the money. And I don't feel bad. I'm not a big fan of him. So and that's where and that's where I even say to artists where Mm -hmm. um, you have if you have music register with these organizations in the event that you know something happens to you, your family can still get the money for the Mm -hmm. music that you. Mm Because Marvin Gaye's been dead since like the 70s, 80s. Yeah. Yeah. And and now you know they. Yeah. had this case where they thought maybe we could get this thing out. I don't think that it was it wasn't a direct sample but it sounded it's like so close. like an interpolation or something. Yeah. Are you, are you finding yourself reaching out proactively to artists or are they coming to you for the most part? Um at first I was like, "Hey, I could help you clear that sample cuz I I hear music and I was like, "Wait, mm-hmm. I know you didn't reach out to that person to get they they yeah. and so I mean, I was they like, weren't I using Jay-Z. It. They didn't reach out to yeah. the Rockefeller Records. Yeah, like no, know. no, they're like I'm like, "Wait, and they're like, I don't, I don't really care, you know. I just want to get it, put it out there, so people can, you know, get to know me. And I was like, well, you know, there's other ways that people right. could get to know you, yeah. and it saves you a little more money. You could put that towards, but it's just like I want people to know me. I want to get out here. I gotta, you know, take do the traditional thing. Yeah, yeah. I just can't imagine people's jaw dropping when they're like, "This is what could happen if I don't." Oh if yeah. I don't take action like right now i mean that's yeah like, like that's a significant 
And <laughs> the problem with a lot of artists, like I shall said, is that they just want the, the yeah. fame the and fame they think the money just shows yeah. up with yeah, that. Right. And there's nothing like no litigation involved. Yeah. That would be. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I had an artist and I was telling him like, Hey, okay, you can't use this name because there is an actual group that mm-hmm. has this name. And he was like, no, I got to use this name because they're not doing what I'm doing. And I was like, okay, I'm going to tell you again. And then I'm just going to hold my hands up and step back and Uh be like, okay, go ahead. And so graciously, the actual artist, uh, you know, the well-known artist Mm -hmm. who it was, sent me a message and was like, hey, we know that you work with this artist and we want to let them know that we are considering either they can stop using the name or, and I was like, here you go. I I tried to tell you, you know, and they're like, well, they can't do that. And I was like, well, I was trying to show you how to properly do it. But, you know, most people, it's those things aren't talked about when mm-hmm. it comes to the music business. It's talked about yeah. market, just release and, and perform. And it's not talked about how to properly, like, own your name and register yourself as a business. It's not talked about how to do those things. In a, a fast-moving environment like yeah. that? I mean, I just, yeah. Like, that pops up tomorrow Well, that's morning. on that guy, too, for trying to name his band Destiny's Child. I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, between that yeah, and, and Spice you, Girls, that would be too Yeah, good. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, people do it all the time. Yeah, I'm people sure. People do things like that. I mean, that. there's 13-year-olds going viral on TikTok. For, like, I, I mean, they, you know, and I'm just, yeah. like, thinking about that demographic of yeah. how much they don't know and won't for a long time. Or people time. making mashups of songs and things yeah. like that. Yeah, that like they'll the never DJs. see a dime. Yeah. 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 But they don't like it's like I don't really care because people are going to know. But it's like, you know, you could get money from that. And uh, another thing that I um, started doing was talking to parents Mm -hmm. because most people don't realize it. But the child can be really, you know, they're the the star, but it's the parents that have to sign like Mm -hmm. the contracts and get them. And most times, you know, if people don't come from money, it's like dollar signs before everything else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so we we kind of jumped he- in head first this time. Yeah, I'm, we I'm, should backtrack a little bit. I'm wildly curious. So, uh, ca- ca- so continue. <laughs> we should learn a little bit about your background in music. Yeah. Um, you also are an artist. I am an artist. So is that where you kind of really got your start in? You know, in music. It. Um, I actually grew up in a musically inclined family, and so um, having said that, I was like, I knew I didn't want to be a singer. I wanted to be a songwriter because I, I love the way like words and music go together, mm-hmm. and like people when they sing and they have emotions, I love that. And so, like, my uncles were, like, hip-hop artists, and they traveled and toured, and they were like, hey, you're going to learn the business. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And then my uncle was like, hey, you have to study Wendy Day. And I was like, okay, cool. And I started studying Wendy Day and how she was making ways for hip-hop artists and helping helping them get the money and making sure that, you know, they read and understood the contracts. And I was like, oh, I like this. I might do this when I get older. And then I find myself in college studying music administration. I'm like, you know, what am I going to do with this? What Mm -hmm. is music administration? And then I'm still reading. I'm still researching. I love to read and research. And then it was like, holy cow, the majority of the artists that I love and um, I, you know, looked up to a lot of them were dying broke. And I was like, how is that possible? And they have the hottest songs like it's right. 20. Yeah. We're in the 20s right now. And their songs are still streaming and still being used in movies. And then I was understanding licensing and masters and uh, and copyrights. And it was like, oh, they don't own anything. Yeah. 
They, they, that was never part That's of the deal. That was never, you know? it was yeah. just like, here's a bunch of money. We're going to send you on tour. You're going to do all of these nice things. Oh, you need a new car. Here's a new car. And then it was like, where's all my money? I'm making you. And then it was like, well, you remember that car I just gave you? Yeah. Yeah, that came out. And for me, it was like, okay, I need to figure out how I can get into doing that. Yeah. And then I want to do the opposite of that. I want to like, mm-hmm. hey, here's a contract. Here's $100,000. Here's a contract. And we own everything you do, but you got that $100,000. I want to be like, okay, here's a contract and here's $100,000. But I think you should read this contract before you take that $100,000 uh-huh. right. so that you'll know yeah. what you're getting yourself into. But most people, when they see dollars, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So it, it's fascinating to me that part of your job kind of ends up being to be the bearer of bad news but also like the fairy godmother at the same yeah. time yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what i mean yeah. Yeah. like you you kind of have to be like yes i know the big bright shiny thing and yeah. everything you wanted is here, here but you gotta but look at yes, that but right yeah now. <laughs> yeah like, it is so how i mean did did you do that with your own music at some so point? I, that's how i started um i call it trial and error that's how i started understanding um, how like licensing and publishing and everything work because I, I did it on myself first. Mm-hmm. I did it on myself and then I found like people in my inner circle that was like, let me like utilize them mm-hmm. or right. just like, hey, you about to put a song out? Can I just see if this works? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then it's a great idea. Excuse me. What worked worked and what didn't work. I took it and was like, OK, this worked. This didn't work. We need to do this. We need to make sure we have this. And then from there, that's how I got I Show Artist Management because mm-hmm. I was like, if I could do this for myself and the people around me and it works, mm-hmm. I could do this on a greater scale. And it just started working. And that's such an organic, good way to start off like yeah. a passion, you know, yeah. and you got people that trust you around. Like, let's see what happens. Yeah. Trial and error. You perfect your craft. And, and I'm and I'd be totally transparent. I'm a woman of integrity. So I say, hey, you know, this is my first time mm-hmm. doing a lot of this. Yeah. And then it works. And and luckily enough for me, like, that's why I was like anything that I um, for the last couple of years, um, I've just been trying my hands at different things and <laughs> I've been working. Right. And so I'm just like, OK, if I'm actually, you know, barely trying, yeah. let me just apply myself more. And then I started applying myself more. And it was just like things just started really clicking. Yeah. yeah. So let's get into the platform itself, mm-hmm. into Moo Sample and kind of how this idea worked. You said it was through a, a Radio Milwaukee uh, yes. hackathon event. Yes. So the one time, the one time Capitol Records comes to. I don't know. They've probably been here before, but um, there was like a hackathon. 88.9 had a, a music hackathon. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get out the house. Let me go. And so I go and then Capitol Records just happened to be there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, um, one of the biggest things that we are finding in the music industry is metadata. And I was like, wait, what? I do metadata every day. That's that's pretty much what I do all the time. <laughs> metadata is, is the, where you, the text behind your audio yeah. file. So that if you ever tells sh- the computer what it is. Song, yeah. If you ever Shazam the song, yeah. that's is that's the metadata. Got it. Like okay. how you yep. how you get that. So I'm like, okay. And so then they're like the next day it was a hackathon. And so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take what I learned the night before. And then they're like, okay, we have to get in a group. So of course there was like a group of us, and then there was a DJ and there was an artist, and they're like, um, we should do something around music. And I was like, I got it. Let's do uh, sample clearance. 
And then mm. the DJ actually had a cease and desist happen to him. Mm. And so it was like, see, this is why we need to do it. Right. And so <laughs> we actually um, we actually won second place. I should start talking about the things that I've done. We actually won yeah. second place in the hackathon. And we only lost to a VR company. Oh, wow. Interesting. And weirdly enough, from a radio station that, yeah. you know, but still very, I mean, that's amazing to be like, this is a great product mm-hmm. uh, and to kind yeah. of come up with it. Um, so taking that initial hackathon experience, was that when you were like, this is a company, this needs to become, it was kind of like, okay, what do I do with this Mm -hmm. now? Cause Mm -hmm. it's like, I have iShare artist management here and I have the, the, you know, foundational of something here. So what do I do with it? So I'm sitting back and I'm just like, okay, I'll just focus on management here and sample clearance here. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I, you know, I'm walking through life and I'm talking to different people to clear samples. And it's like, wait, you want me to go talk to your manager about this? But you don't understand? No, my manager handles all that. So then I'm going to talk to the manager and the manager have no clue of what I'm talking about when I <laughs> yeah. say performance rights organizations or sound yeah. exchange or who's the publisher and they have no idea. And I'm just like, wait. So then I started to look up artists. Like right now I have a list of 300 plus uh, Wisconsin artists and I could tell you if they're registered, if they're not registered, if they're signed up with a performance mm-hmm. rights organization, this is, yeah. I, I like to do research. Yeah. So that's when I started. And then I was just like, wait a minute, I can clear the sample for you. I could show you how to clear it. I could do all of that and you could pay me to do that. But then you're not really getting anything out of it because you're just going to release it. And, oh, yeah, it was nice. And I was like, but what if I show you how to do all the foundational things and then you release it and then you could, like, start making money off of the things that you do? Yeah. And so I was like, um, I was doing sample clearance and then I was like, I hated the word pivot because it was like I put so much time and energy into doing this. You changed directions, let's say. <laughs> and then, yeah, Switched I changed directions and now I focus on... Uh, providing the education of why it's important to register and make sure you have split sheets during the session and not so much three days later after it's Mm -hmm. viral or something. Yeah. So I'm going to bring, bring it back to another terminology thing to performance (laughs) rights are essentially anytime that your song is played anywhere, Mm -hmm. um, Anywhere. you should be getting money for it. Yeah. So like Jim, if you're at a bar and you're playing touch tunes Mm -hmm. on the jukebox, yeah, that should be cleared that, you know, you whatever money. song you play on the on the jukebox, just give me what your go-to yeah. is. So Pitbull in like 2011? Sure. Made, yes. Yeah, he made some good money <laughs> made off of Made a lot of, of money. Okay. Yeah. 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 I heard um, his song three times in, in a coffee shop in an hour. So. Yeah. So anytime <laughs> that it's played on that, yeah. that jukebox, Pitbull yeah. should, in theory, be getting some money from it because right. there's the right metadata the, yeah. behind it to and say that, to link up that, hey, somebody played this song at this time. Yeah. Interesting. And then a concert as well. Concerts. Um even concerts, live performances. Live performances. Even with COVID, I've been trying to tell people like if you do like Twitch or mm-hmm. you do live streams, they pay for that too. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, anytime, that's literally huge. anywhere that your song is played, um, if you're in radio, they're supposed yeah. to submit like, a, yeah. a playlist of everything that they've played yeah. to the companies like um I'm ASCAP, sorry, BMI, yeah, ASCAP, BMI, C Yeah. 
And on the other hand, too, venues also need to be registered Register, as ASCAP yeah. and BMI. Got it. So got the bar it. has to have that subscription to ASCAP or BMI. Otherwise, so they get yeah. hit with a fine. Are you saying ASCAP? ASCAP. A S C A P. Okay. Yeah, and you yes. thought it was the other way. So I'm thinking, yeah. Sorry. Yes, thinking no. ASCAP. Yeah, okay. Got Just it. Don't no. be an ASCAP about it. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> they have to be registered with those yep. places too, yeah. Um, so that the artist can in get, turn get yeah. paid. But none of that happens without like the yeah, service without that knowing, without actually. Yeah. Most people don't actually know that because they're That's just so like. Mm-hmm. So what year did you create Moose Sample? Uh, 2018. Okay, and that was like well before TikTok and other things, kind of yeah, right. So weird. How much did that change the game for you? Um, for like what you were doing? So it actually helped me. Yeah. Um, when I'm telling artists like, okay, you want to make sure because all again, all I keep saying this. So if someone's watching this, all it takes is 30 seconds of your song. It's and yeah, you could do 15, 15, mm-hmm. 30, 60. Um on any platform and all platforms are monetized. So you should want to make sure that you it's registered everywhere. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like there's artists who have music on the radio, but they're not registered with like BDS or media base will actually counts every time the song. So it's okay. like, yeah, my song is on the radio, but is it BDS media base? What a, yeah. what, what a weird world. I like, <laughs> yeah, there's so much more that, that goes oh. into, into a yeah. song than yeah. just, Oh my God, we're on the radio. Yeah. You know, they're, they're we're at the studio. Now we're going to be performing at festivals, and it's like, wait, you missed the whole all the steps, steps. Yeah, all, the, people, all the places like, you could have made money along. People, the way. Yeah. myself included, who are ignorant about all this, like just assume that like a musician's life, they like went to Nashville, wrote some songs, <laughs> they went well, then they start recording it. Like you don't, you don't even consider yeah. the nine thousand steps in between doing something like that and how you get paid. Like, yeah, and I know they all love it because it's what they're. But I, I'm just like, oh wow, that's cool. You moved to Nashville, wrote music, and here you are. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a business just like any but other business. they also so. haven't told you about the hours that they had yeah. to probably spend yeah. Yeah. writing and I'm so clearing. <laughs> I mean, like, clearing those. No, I mean, it's something that the Recording. average music yeah. fan yeah. never has any sort of concept of. You know, I yeah. didn't really know about it much until I started talking yeah. to Michelle about it. Yeah, and that's where I, like, so, like, that's where I'm, I've been telling people, I want to say for the last five years to get into spaces like, uh, YouTube Live, TikTok Live, mm-hmm. and Twitch Live because that gives people the opportunity to get to know you as a person. And yeah. that's the greatest way you can oh, activate your fans. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it's like, hey, okay, I'm going to the studio today. This is what I take to the studio. This is my favorite drink at the studio, mm-hmm. whatever. And then, like, I'm getting to know you. Like, if you think about your favorite music artists, like, why do you like them? Yeah, they got good I, music, but like maybe. I relate to them. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I could. It's yeah, that. Exactly. I, it's something about you that mm-hmm. I can find. I could see myself in you. Yeah, mm-hmm. something that's fascinating. If, so you're an artist, obviously. Yeah, and like you've developed a passion for, I'll say the quote unquote pain in the ass process <laughs> that, that, that like artists have to go through. Yes. Are, are are you one of few that have a passion for that as a fellow artist, or do other artists could sort of like gravitate towards like that is pretty cool and we should know this or like how, how does that so when i tell when i g- give people the whole spiel mm-hmm. and now i just started usually i wouldn't tell people that i'm an artist because mm-hmm. i wouldn't tell people i'm an artist but now it's like yeah i'm an artist so i know the hardships i know all of that yeah. and so then when i start telling people how they could uh, monetize just anything right now mm-hmm. everything is monetized yeah. and they're more intrigued like how do you know that <laughs> mm-hmm. like you know i hang yeah, out with these yeah. people and they've never said that Nothing, to me right. and now you're saying here i just meet you and so now they're intrigued and they want to come and sit down and they want to pick my brain and it's just like yeah. okay 
because so it's the, like the knowledge is very limited. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I mean, that's why I imagine that's why you exist and you're good at what you do. That's yeah. I just like, yeah, it's just funny. I'm thinking about like the speaking world and all the content. Like, I don't know anyone who enjoys like doing the, oh, the thing that comes into it. And you, <laughs> but, but, yeah. but you sort of have to, like you yeah. have to have a, a passion for it and you have to either that or know someone who does it really well, like yourself or else yeah. it won't go well. And you're going to be missing out on a lot of opportunities. To yeah. And I, in our real life, like I, everyone's like why are you still in milwaukee and i was like because i i love it here mm-hmm. and the community the the artists here yeah. are amazing mm-hmm. the the music businesses here are amazing like breaking and entering like they're amazing there's like a community yeah. and i just feel like if we just do more together mm-hmm. yeah we I, could definitely I think the music writers kind of are a little yeah. Okay, but but the our actual artists are, oh, okay. are great. Okay. I'm not oh, you mean like fingers, the actual? Yeah. Okay. Not well, I mean, not him over here. Okay. Yeah, that's well. so true though, because I and that that's 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 Milwaukee. Like I think as a whole, I mean, I know we're all here and like there's that there, there's a level of of collaboration and, and family vibe yeah. across all, the majority of industries and professions I talk yeah. to. Yeah. They all want to work together. You know. Yeah. And, and they just it, it's, don't know how. It yeah. Is. Like they they have to have some yeah. of that forms it or, or some something you know some commonality around it. Or like, but they're yearning for it and right. and, and to to find that and to bring people together in a different way in a process that's probably not that fun. You know, for them to go through is I think really cool. Yeah. yeah. It should be noted. I don't think there's many artists at all that are not only as knowledgeable yeah. as Ishell is on this sort <laughs> yeah, of thing, oh yeah. but also that want to do, do this sort of thing. Yeah. I think That's most of I'm them, saying. unfortunately, yeah. don't get it mm-hmm. to the level that they should. Yeah. They would and like so happily bypass it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> most time they'd be like, you know what? When I get to that level, then I'll worry about it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, when you get to that level, you be done missed out on it's so too late. much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So you missed out on yeah. the initial steps to yeah. get paid and get you know be successful. Exactly. There was actually an artist on TikTok. Um, her song, um, "I'm gonna be one of the greatest." I ain't mm-hmm. gonna say too much, but she didn't have it registered. She didn't have anything. She just performed it on TikTok, mm. and so. I don't know, like I anything I do, I know like it's gonna be good because it's just me. Yeah, you know, it's gonna yeah. be good. <laughs> but so I make sure all of the back end and everything is done before I do it. But she went on, um, she went to try to have it recorded, and there has been so many different versions of it created because she just yeah. put it out there. Now I like it, so now I'm gonna add my spin on it. And then it was just like she went through a lot of litigations and everything, and it was just like. At one point, she doesn't own her own song then. Yeah. Because and the, there's so many versions so of many, yeah. public what a, domain. What a, what, a weird, yeah. what a weird world. And so that that's is. why for me, it's like before you upload anything, before yeah. you upload, before you share, make sure all of this is taken care of because mm-hmm. the moment the world hears it. Yeah. Public and domain. all it literally takes one. One. Yeah. Is one. Yeah. You know, one TikTok to go crazy viral, one, one whatever. I mean, we've seen it. You've seen it with stuff like okay, this is a bad example, but like <laughs> like Stranger Things, that song from the eighties. Yeah, oh. that, no, sure. and that's even and that's even part of what I what I say is like, okay, so you have the Stranger Things, right? That was like the eighties, and then mm. Stranger Things come out, and then people hearing it, and it's like and then that song is Shazam in it, and it's like one. yeah, and and then it's like given the fact that she still, I believe that she still owns the publishing for that, yeah. so now she's getting paid like. They're like, oh no, your career it's was wild. in the eighties, yeah. but now it's like one TV show and boom. Even like, even with I was telling somebody with Dolly Parton, right? She wrote, "I will always love you." 
Dolly Parton wrote, I will always yes. love it's you. It's important to know. Not Whitney Houston. Yes. Whitney Houston just sunk it. Yeah. So Dolly Parton wrote that in like the six, the end of the 60s, early 70s. And here it is. It's 2023. And she's still getting paid from it. Like of Elvis was like, hey, let me um, let me get it. And Sergeant, whoever his name is, uh, mm-hmm. was like, oh, you should let Elvis sing. And then we want 50 percent. Dolly was like, no, I'm going to keep hope, you know, of it. So she's been getting money. 60s, 70s, 80s, yep. 90s, and to this very day, she's go- still mm. getting money. I, I will give you one. Uh, the Tom Tom Club wrote a song in the, I'm going to say mid 80s. That's <laughs> an obscure ish yeah. kind of name. I'm sure not the most. It's a Talking Heads offshoot band, uh, Tom Tom Club. They did a song that was sampled by Mariah Carey. And then Mariah Carey's song was sampled Sample. by yeah, Lotto yeah. recently. Yeah. Yeah. So now the Tom Tom Club is making money off, off of that every, three generations everything. down, which is yeah. insane. And if had they not had their samples cleared, yeah, covered, you know, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. That's they, like with uh, Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars mm-hmm. with uh, Uptown Funk, and oh. they sampled all of the funk disco bands from everywhere. Yeah, and then they had to give percentages to everybody. It's just like. You you're just thinking like okay I'm just gonna mm-hmm. make this song for today and then like um three years down the line it's like oh, I'm doing a movie let me put your song in my movie and it just blow up <laughs> yep you and never again. know yeah, yeah exactly awesome. and now it's so difficult because okay so this was probably more commonplace to take care of this paperwork and all of this stuff beforehand when it was harder to make records and yeah. put records out but now kids can make a record on, on a phone. laptop yeah. on their phone yeah, anywhere they can yeah. make yeah the video that goes crazy can yeah. be on their phone and then they have the master recording of it on their on iphone yeah. yeah you know so like i think only, what you're doing is only going to get more and more important mm-hmm. as we yeah. find quicker ways to put music out into the world which yeah. is really i mean now we just click upload and it happens yeah same with this show yeah, just click upload and it happens. It. I just show up and talk. We have, well, yeah, we don't know about these podcast split yeah. I'm sorry, Jim. You yeah, actually don't own any I got, of this. I have, I have no ownership. I have nothing. No, that's um, not true. We have a, a verbal agreement. Oh, good point. Yeah, uh, you we'll probably need to get that. Yeah, we'll probably yeah, need good. to get that in writing. Judge Judy <laughs> said. <laughs> Judge Judy it. said, "Always get it in black oh, and white." Yeah. I appreciate Judge Judy. I, for that. Yeah, that's who we got to trust. Now, what's what's the most gratifying thing about? about what you do for, for, for yourself. Um, seeing artists like get it mm-hmm. like, Hey, yeah. this is what you need to do. And, and before it was like, I don't even understand why I do that. Yeah, but then cool. like seeing artists, like I did a concert series in 2019 and I was like, Hey, you know, I don't got the money to pay you, but I could show you how to get paid for your performance. And so I'm like, go register on your ASCAP and BMI. And many of them didn't have them, but I was able to set them up. So then from that performance, Every other performance they did is like, okay, I can go register on my ASCAP or BMI, yep. mm-hmm. and now I'm getting paid for actually performing. So awesome. if you don't get, if they, if someone say, hey, come and perform, and you don't get paid, you want to make sure you always have merch and things mm-hmm. like that, but mm-hmm. you're still going to actually get paid for it. Makes sense. Yeah. And so it's it's exciting to see like people and like just just taking a tidbits that I share. Like awesome. when I see people like um, actually getting on Twitch and YouTube and actually like performing or mm-hmm. talking to the their fans and it's like, yes, somebody finally that's, gets it. They understand great. it. Yeah. Now, you're also on Twitch too. I am. You're out streaming um, all I the time. Am. All the time. So I, um, I spent the majority of the pandemic 
um, figuring out platforms. Because I feel like like I can't tell you to do something that I haven't. I don't really have experience. Mm-hmm. I don't like to. If yeah. I don't know, I'll say, hey, I don't know about this right now. I'll go figure it out and then I'll come back to you and we'll talk about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But I've been figuring out um, Twitch and it is. I was on there at the beginning of the pandemic. And like I just saw people sitting on the edge of their bed playing um, guitars and then they have like a donation tab at the end of their um, mm-hmm. at the bottom of their screen and mm-hmm. I'm just seeing it just roll over yeah. and I'm like wait a minute here right. there's something here there's and money so, in this now yeah. so yeah. I'm sitting there I was like okay because everyone when I tell everybody hey you should be on Twitch you're like I don't play video games and I was like that's not what it's for it's people that like go on walks like i do yoga i work out right. um i meditate i play call of duty mobile mm-hmm. yesterday <laughs> i did karaoke um i do everything yeah, yeah and it's yeah. just like figuring out what you can and can't do and for me it's like nobody i'm not going outside well you know we are in a pandemic i'm not really out here as much as i once was but it's right. like i'm i'm Every night, like from like twelve until like three, I'm playing Call of Duty Mobile with people across the world. Yeah, that's right. awesome. And now you can see that, and people yeah. can be part of that, and they can be part of the community, and then learn about the things that you're and doing. And then, and so then, when I say like, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm going up for an award for Best of Milwaukee, and if you guys could vote for me because mm-hmm. you have email addresses," and they're like, "Oh, sure," and then you know, I'm walking them through it, mm-hmm. how to do it, and they're voting for me. And so it's like I've That's I awesome. literally built communities on all. Like tonight, I'm going to be live on TikTok. Okay, um, awesome. Yeah. Doing karaoke. There That's we great. go. We've had remember so Jonathan Blevins, uh, Beard uh, Beard of Blevins, a, tw- yes. a Twitch streamer, uh, Ninja's, Ninja's brother, uh, brother was on here by maybe a year ago or so, yeah. and really talked about the same thing on Twitch, build, building a community because yeah. he's he's a man of faith and so was building sort of this faith faith filled community and like was inviting guys to church with him and like was like it was a really cool thing and like that's you do yeah, that for it's, your passion it's, and it's such you a build people together around it. It's, it's awesome. So someone asked me, and I was like, you know, I do it for like community. I yeah. I was actually just doing it because I wanted to get back into like singing and producing yeah. and it was like nobody knows me here so I could do mm-hmm. it and then right. people start noticing me and then like I just was like I'm gonna just put a little donation tab here I mean do nobody it, really else? knows me yeah. and then I, whatever yeah. and then I heard like a ding and I was like oh my god well so let me go ahead and continue and you, like, down turn this up. road you're like I'm yeah. gonna keep going <laughs> it, it was that and then it's like you know it's like really building a community. Yeah. So like I do puzzle on Fridays. I do puzzles. And it was like, it was really cool because when I was growing up, I used to do puzzles and play mm-hmm. Scrabble with my grandmother. Yeah. And then there's this lady, she's like the puzzle guru on Twitch. <laughs> and so like, she acknowledged me. Like she comes to my stream and she hangs out and she brings all of her friends that That's do awesome. puzzle. That's and so cool. I'm just thinking like, if I am doing this and... Music creatives definitely need to be doing this. Yeah. yeah. You go to the studio, you're at the studio, you're at home, you're trying to figure out outfits or whatever. Just talk to us and like bring us in. I, I always be telling fans all or artists all the time, activate your fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's amazing the amount like of tolerance people have now for things that are not professional. Yeah. In the sense of like it does not need to be the most produced Pro- yeah. thing in the world. People just want to see who you really are. Yeah. And you know, I want to see the authentic self. No, yeah, that's yeah. what I speak about. And actually, I have, a, I have an 80% rule. Oh my gosh, I just got a cramp. Hang on. Oh no. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> this is the first. 
This Ooh. is the first. We have a live injury. <laughs> My okay. wife's a trainer. She can help oh, you out, Oh, we're good. Man. Oh, you ever get, like, right, uh, oh, right in right? her thigh? Yeah. Oh, okay, well, anyway. Do you have a banana, by chance? No. I. Uh, uh, <laughs> so what I was going to say is I have an, I have an 80. <laughs> that hurts so bad. I have an 80% rule where if something's 80% figured out, just do it. Like, okay. you don't need to get it to 85 or 90. Eight, eight, like 80, 80 and get it done and, and it's probably going to go well and you're going to learn something from it so like that's what like when, when i speak like when i first started i, I wasn't i wasn't fully there i was right. like let's just do this this is we're in a good spot and i learned a lot and now i'm hopefully at 100 but but at that point like i i just was like let's let's try it i, I always say like stop doubting start doing yeah oh, you know so good. like just just go for it the more you're thinking about it the less it's going to happen so well, now it, i'm 80 percent sure that you're really injured so i think we should <laughs> we should see where things are I'm, going i'm delirious here. from that cramp oh that was yeah, uh-huh. the inner thigh cramp is like the worst oh my gosh I'm, but I'm a then concerned. i just gave some profound stuff when i said that so shout out to me <laughs> maybe it was, that, yeah like a divine intervention yeah, maybe you needed good. to have that cramp <laughs> yes, to yes. give us a um, dog All right. i shall where do you want to take this thing from yeah. here where do you want to take moose sample um Asharai? i mean all of the different elements of this my objective is to take it to Different worlds, different countries. I know. I said worlds. I mean, there's UFOs it's here. Like a so whole, it's mean, like a whole other world. <laughs> you got balloons floating in the sky. You take I it wherever you want. Hey. Yeah. Um, but no, I want to <laughs> take it to the highest extremes. I feel like if I arm enough music creatives with the understanding, the understanding of the business of music, it definitely can change the way the music industry works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, totally I, I definitely want to do that. And I want to be a bridge. I want to be a bridge for the music industry here as well as for the artists here. Um, I want to see more people streaming and talking to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really that I building like and engaging yeah. community, I think. Yeah, is, that's, yeah, that's, that's really what, what I want to do. Which is what you've done with, with your, your passion. With your... And you know what's the crazy thing? I feel like I did it all out of fear. Mm. I was afraid to do a lot of it. And I was just like, the only way to get through it is to do it. Uh-huh. Yeah, just and so in. I've just been, I've been doing it and I didn't go in with, okay, I'm about to do this. It was just like, I just want to get past fear. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a David Bowie quote from, uh, from years ago, obviously. Um, <laughs> but he was, he said something like, whenever you're at the point where you feel like your toes aren't at the bottom of the pool, that's where the comfort is. When you're just a little bit, like, that's where you should be. When you're just a little bit out of the comfort zone. I'm paraphrasing, but it is that idea. (laughs) I hope you're paraphrasing. That, (laughs) like, you are, yeah, where you are, you know, out of. Yeah, that's where I feel like, that's where I feel like. So when I, Mm. I didn't mention this, but when I was in a pandemic, all my life I kept saying, if somebody asked me to record a 12-song album, I'll be able to do it. Mm. Record it, mix, master, make the beats, I'll be able to do it. And I was like, I'm going to score a documentary. And so... Um, June 2020, right in the thick of the pandemic, mm-hmm. I got a call. Hey, do you want to score a documentary? Oh, and for a split second, I was like, yeah, yes, of course I want to do it. Never scored a documentary before. And so um, I scored it. I got to actually talk to people from London who like actually do this on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And they was like, mm-hmm. this is your first time. And I was like, yeah. And so 
long story short, it was in five film festivals, won an award, wow. and it is currently streaming on Growing Up. Uh, it's Growing Up Milwaukee, currently streaming on HBO Max. Awesome. Oh, that's amazing! I, I know about that show. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it, it was wonderful. it was really dope. And so I haven't really talked about it, yeah. but I, I'm in a new season. I went on a journey of healing yeah. and self discovery, and I was like, you know, I'm going to celebrate my accomplishments. I'm going to talk about what I've done more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm I'm usually like kind of reserved humble and then i began to understand what humble mean and i was like forget that i'm gonna turn my light up so bright and if you can't stand it either get you uh umbrella or move yeah there we go (laughs) i like it i i think the more people that know your story or get to know you like i've gotten to know you over the years will find that out and this is a big part of that yeah, people want to be part of this community. People want to see more Ishel and more of what you're doing, mm-hmm. everything that you're doing, all the different facets of it. <laughs> where where do we go follow you? I am on Twitch, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. I am on you now. I am literally everywhere where every creative <laughs> should be. It's go. Ishel Midwest Hummingbird White, or it's Midwest Hummingbird, or it's Shell's Closet. I'll give Alan all the information. Yeah, we'll post yeah, They'll be, be all over. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. But I'm literally everywhere. Awesome. There we go. I like it. We are Guess also who else everywhere. is everywhere? Yeah, 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 yeah there it is. Nice. Uh, <laughs> this podcast, yeah, this podcast is everywhere as well. Uh, we're hustling sideways. Yes. We are on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Yes. I think that's all. Yeah, that's it. That's all. So maybe not everywhere, but most places. We're in, uh, not in as many places as I tell, but we're in all the important places. We're <laughs> also wherever there. you can get your okay. podcasts. Uh-huh. So uh, if this is your first time listening, thank you. Feel free to subscribe. You can uh, rate the show five stars. It's the only one you're legally allowed to give us. <laughs> Correct. And we have, from the legal perspective. Our legal team is on Michelle it. agrees. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. so you got to mm-hmm. rate you got to rate us five stars. Yeah, rules are rules. Gotta do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to be a guest on this podcast as well, you can send us an email, hustlingsideways at gmail.com. And we are also going to be at Marquette University Coming in soon. the near future, yes. March 16th. Yes, we'll be, uh, we will be there Marquette live. University. Coming up soon, so you yeah. can come Dope. watch us do this thing live. Yeah, this is and the March first time we March thirtieth will be another one. Yeah, and uh, probably one in April and then one in May. So yeah, that's why you, have, you have to have up. someone who remembers remembers the date. Yeah, because you're yeah. just like I got yeah. you. I'm here to help. <laughs> He's yeah. there. Still March booking. 16th. Wait, cu- cu- couple good guests on the way. It's in my it's in my calendar it's app. It. March sixteenth. Yeah. I'm a I'm I'll be there. <laughs> so we'll see you guys then, and then. uh Feel free to see us next time because we are done and out of here. Jim, keep on hustling. See you next week. (laughs)